0: Get some skin in the game with MyBookie, where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await all season long. And with Turkey Day right around the corner, there really is no better time to feast on some NFL action. Whether you're a first time customer or you've been playing with MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is, at MyBookie, the doors never close, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie, and when you do, use the promo code FINZUP to get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to a thousand bucks. You put in 200, they'll match you another 100 in your account. If you're already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's winning season at MyBookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. It's 3rd and Longo, home of the best gambling advice, reminding you, bet to win, but please bet responsibly. And now your hosts, Tony Longo and Handsome Jimmy.
1: Welcome to the 3rd and Longo, our NFL betting show on the Fanatics Network brought to you in part as always by manscape i'm your host tony longo and as always i'm joined with my co-host my
2: cohort of sorts handsome jimmy how you doing handsome doing good That's man. weird how you doing jimmy <laughs> no it's all right you can call me handsome bro it's all right uh <laughs> i'm doing good man sorry i forgot that we don't select like to the cloud thing no like we just went live just now i forgot as soon as i hit record it goes i don't have to select the cloud thing so jump the gun a little bit there but yeah, I'm doing well, man. Just chilling, ready for these games already. It was an exciting uh, weekend last week. Last week, what do, what's your take on it? I liked the the full slate last week. I like. Lo- there's no it no going back now. There's no way yeah. they can't they can't go back. It's got it. They either got to add another team or they gotta they yeah. gotta leave it how it is. I've heard that I've heard both
1: sides of it. That that some people felt that you know you had quarterbacks like Heineke and some teams that didn't really deserve to be in there, and then I've heard the other aspects where. Man, how awesome was it? Saturday and Sunday, you watched the game. There was a ten-minute break, and then you just flipped on another playoff game.
2: Yeah, I you know it's Heineke played well, so he did. Yeah, that was that. probably the worst <laughs>
1: example. But you got Johnny Warford in the thumb of Jared Goff. You had, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, but they moved
2: know, on, man. So yeah, I don't know. So every game was was it was compelling, we should say. You know, Brady yeah, you know, the, against what was going to happen. Strong pass rush. Heineke looked good. Yeah. Uh, Ram Seahawks was kind of boring for a bit. Uh, yeah. But it's still a divisional rivalry, compelling stuff. Hit the over,
1: surprisingly. The pick six helped a lot.
2: Oh, I know, dude. I bet it live like three times. I'm like, oh, pick six, that's not going to happen again. Let me bet the live under again. Boom. Then an 80-yard touchdown, whatever it was for Seattle. I'm like, oh, well, that's not going to happen again. Let me bet it under again. And so I lost like three bets on that game. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I yeah, the that best, was unexpected. What was your favorite? I think the best game of the weekend was the
1: first one. It was yeah. Buffalo Indy. I think it was the best game. I think yeah. Indianapolis kind of crumbled there. They had – I think Indianapolis deserved to win that game. You know, Phillip Rivers connects on that Michael Pittman in the corner of the ed zone wide open. I think the game changes. Blankenship doesn't miss that chip shot of a field goal. That game changes. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. A India, lot of missed opportunities what I'm surprised again—I mention it often—I live in Western New York. What I saw on a lot of social media was even Bills fans being like, "Oh, we snuck by on that one," which is surprising from Bills yeah. fans. Um, but yeah, yeah, the 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 waste of the timeouts by it, it was out coaching. Indy did everything better than Buffalo: time of possession, third down, yardage, everything. They were killing Buffalo. Was awful on third downs. It really came down. McDermott outcoached Reich er, Frank Reich and all it was he didn't even out coach him right just played himself uh like you said you know going for the two when they could have just kicked the field goal like loving those you know advanced analytics that much to to do it you know it's silly to me um and then man what had me real tight was third down they're at like the three yard line instead of running taylor up the middle man like this kid he wasn't blowing up but he was getting two three yards every chunk like he they weren't hitting him in the he would get hit two yards back he'd still end up getting three yards they pitched this yep. kid to the outside on third down. Yeah. Um
1: I, last I three honest, yards. just yeah. run him
2: up the middle a couple of times, man. And then, yeah, they, they, the missed field goal. They could have won that game by four, you know, and they end up losing it by three. The, bro, that fumble call at the end of the game, that was possibly the that worst call strange. I've ever seen, dude. That was the that, yeah. The game was over. That was a bad call. That was a bad call. One of the
1: worst. You, you wonder why it went into that decision. It, I mean, it looked like they could have got a hand on him. I mean, but he didn't get him before he hit, but then he got up um pascal made a terrible it was pascal right yeah he should i mean you get down there why do you even try to struggle he should have gave himself up yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, you give yourself right away you you know you try to move um try to get a chance to get in field goal range there because they really had a chance i thought that game was going to overtime the way rivers was throwing the ball that game i was eating a little bit of crow because rivers looked really good uh he was not the problem with this day um and the defense played well in spots so let's not get hung up on that game i just thought it was the best game of the day um, you're right. Heineke played well. Some of the highlights uh, uh, for these games. Uh, there was a cool moment after the game where Heineke was like running up to get Brady's autograph or get to go meet him. That uh, so- was pretty cool. I, I saw an interesting news note. I'll just jump. I'll put it in there real quick. That uh, Heineke had to email his professors because um, he's he's finishing up uh, school, engineering school, and he had to email his professors to say towards the end of the year, "Hey, I'm probably going to be missing." looks like I'm going to be starting NFL playoff games for the Washington Redskins. Please let me take my tests in a couple months.
2: I didn't (laughs) see that. Okay. I heard that story during the game when he got uh, scooped up by new England, his rookie year, he thought he was being slick. He came into the uh, training room. He came in at like five 30 in the morning. Like, all right, it's my first day. I want to get in here early. Like it's going to look good. He said, Brady was already there sat in front of a screen watching, watching plays. So Brady had been there for like an hour already. So Listen. you know real quick before we move on though man something that got me because I bet I had Chicago um plus 11. I bet them mm. i I don't know who I took oh yeah I took them on here but I bet them they real saved world you. no bro they didn't they lost by take the onside. Oh yeah. No. yeah, yeah. They, didn't, score, kick they the, didn't kick the extra exploring. point. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yo, I'm like, all right, that must be new this year and come to find out since 2018 they've been doing that. If the game's out of line, if it's out of hand, if there's no reason, they don't have don't to run it. Man, dude, it got a lot of people. I you know, they probably yeah. would have went for two there cuz there was a lot of 10 and a halves out, a lot of 10s. So,
1: yep. I was um, I was safe cuz in my big bank take little bank, I bought that half a point to get New Orleans Minus nine and a half. So it came through for me either way, but yeah, that one's definitely got a sting. Um, well, Jimmy, you know, with that being said, let's uh let's go ahead and, and jump right back into last week's review.
2: Review, yes. <laughs> same, 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 same review.
1: Jimmy, let's go right over the big bank. Take little bank. I think this is an awesome segment just to recap we each started off with a $1,000 to start at the playoffs. It's going to end at the Super Bowl. Me and Jimmy Hanson are going toe-to-toe, mano-a-mano, hand-to-hand here in a classic wagering fight, finanza, bonanza. Wow, I went finance and bonanza there <laughs> <laughs> mixed together. So um, we each took a couple picks here. I'll do my review. I, I, was, I was solid. I got burned a little bit. I had a six-point teaser that lost on Pittsburgh and Buffalo. I thought Pittsburgh was going to come out. They looked like they could have made the second half comeback. The six-point teaser kind of made it pick them games. I put 200 units on that. I obviously lost it with the upset of probably the week by Cleveland. Uh, And then I had Tampa. I bought the two points to make it six-and-a-half from eight-and-a-half. That saved me right there. So those two points, when you buy points and spots, it can help you, Jimbo. So those two points I bought had Tampa minus six-and-a-half. It saved me. I put 200 units on that. Leaves me with 121. Uh, I had Tennessee plus three and a half. Some really botched play calling there, Jimmy. Yeah. yeah really botched that punt that they um, that they made on the 40, 45 in the fourth quarter. Um, Ten minutes left. It's fourth and two, right? It was a short yeah. fourth, you know. And then Vrabel comes after the game and says, oh, I thought my defense was playing well. You cannot punt in that spot. Tomlin did this exact same thing in the Pittsburgh game. You can't punt in that spot. So that one kind of burned me there, Jimmy. I had 200 units on that um so I lost that bet and then I bought half a point on New Orleans to make it nine and a half the half point didn't save me there but it, it made me feel comfortable going into that drive that nothing really mattered put 200 units on that to win 160 and then I had a 16 money line parlay I took Buffalo the Rams uh I had Buffalo the Rams Tennessee Pittsburgh Tampa and New Orleans so after the first day of Buffalo the Rams and Tampa it looked good
2: Oh yeah. I yeah. was like, oh I'm yeah. in,
1: I'm in the clear right now. As long as Tennessee covered for me, I was I thought it was for sure. Yeah, sure I wasn't enough, worried about
2: Pitt. Yeah, Tennessee yeah. was the one.
1: Yeah, So sure enough, uh Tennessee lost and Pitt lost. So I only threw 50 units on that one. So I came out of the weekend not too hurt, ready to make you know the last couple week push here. Uh, I came out with $131 left for this uh the stretch run. What did, what did, what happened
2: with you, Jimbo? You had 831. You just had 131. Yeah. 831. 831. Right. Yeah. 831. Yeah. A little hit. So uh, we broke even over here. Uh, Team Jimmy broke even. Jonathan Taylor, we had him over 73 and a half rushing yards, minus 125. We put 250 to win 200 on that. That thing, bro, he, I was never in doubt with it because he had like 50 at halftime, like low 40s, mid 40s, like around there. But, bro, it was on like, 18 carries. Like I was starting to get worried. Like he was averaging like three yards of carry something silly. They were giving him the rock, but he wasn't doing his normal thing. You know, I knew he was going to break one at some point and we got a good number. It got up to like 77 and a half before the uh, game kicked off. So I was happy with that. Then we lost a uh, 14, six and a half point teaser lost $200 on that Buffalo down to a half a point. So that hit Tampa Bay, Washington under 51, man. Uh, that one went over surprising to me didn't expect that out of Heineke Heineke, Um, a lot of props to him for sure they're talking franchise QB already in Washington I would pump the brakes on that a little bit Um, we had the over in the Baltimore Tennessee game we got it down to 48 that thing never had a shot so I had that Mm -hmm. in a tease in real life Uh, I went with that one let me tell you guys something here don't it's not ever it's never really a good idea to I always hear professionals saying don't tease these totals Um, and it's a lot better to tease it when you're going under teasing to go over it's just not a lot of value in it Um, you know the seven pointers are better because that's a full touchdown the six and six is a half don't really it's just not something that sharp professional gamblers recommend Um, someone that's more casual like myself um, you know I'll fire it out sometimes but wasn't a great play. Uh, thing never had a shot going over. And we had Tennessee plus 10 on it, which which looked really good for a while. Um, lost yep. 200 on that. Broke even, though. Good to go. Still had a, a G stack over here. So we're okay, all right, man. Ready to get going. Right. Let, let me make this a special note going into next year.
1: I am going to bet when a backup QB comes in with little to no game tape, even if it's a big spread, I'm taking them because they're always performing better with little game tape on a guy. These guys are beating these spreads. I uh, I saw a stat. I don't have it ready. I wish I did. I didn't come uh, prepared enough for this week, but it was a, it was a nice stat about uh, backup QBs, you know, second or third stringers coming in and playing ATS. They obliterated. They do really, really, really well uh, because there's not a lot of game tape on some of these guys. So um they do yeah. well. You know, it's, you're just Especially expecting when, they can, to, when yeah, they're to mobile,
2: especially yeah. when
1: they're mobile. Yep. Exactly. Uh, all right, Jimbo. Now that we went over it, let's go over these games so we can get right back into Big Bank Take Little Bank for this week. First game of the slate, we have the Los Angeles Rams coming into Green Bay. Green Bay is a six and a half point favorite, the over under is 45 and a half. Currently, 63% of the cash and 73% of the tickets are on Green Bay. What you're going to notice for these splits, a lot of these splits are real, real even for the cash and the ticket splits. It's the playoffs, baby. This is uh, where Vegas makes a lot of their money, and these lines are really tight. Um, Jimmy, what do you got for this one? Lead us off here.
2: So, with the six and a half, I'm going to lean Green Bay here. I um, want to, you to. Just to point out here. Um, well, I mean, it opened at seven, so um, they're already going to get their, they're getting their two-way cash here already for sure. Um, in the divisional round, number one seed coming off a bye. They're nine and 17 against the spread in their last 26. So this is not a great bet when it comes to trends. Uh, they get that buy, get a little, you know, re- relaxed, you know, come out flat, whatever. I don't expect that with this Green Bay team. Um, and what concerns me with the Rams, I know Aaron Donald uh, D- Donald is playing. He's banged up, though. Didn't play the whole second half last week. What is it? Ribs, right? Um, yeah,
1: pro- the ter- torn cartilage. Yeah.
2: So, you know, stuff like that doesn't heal in a week. So, he, you know, he's going to be in some pain, Um, especially, you know, those guys, those linemen are going to be taking some some, uh, you know, slapping them in the ribs, trying to take some shots at them when they're blocking them. They're going to work that. They know that. Um, And then the health of Cooper Cup here. So. You know, this Rams defense is legit. Um, but we and just, the don't, quarterback. We just don't know. We don't know who we're getting at quarterback um, and how healthy they are going to be. Uh, so, yeah, I feel a lot more comfortable here trusting Green Bay at home. It's going to be cold. Uh, I like the under here a bit too. It's already come down a half a point, um, 45 and a half. You know, I wouldn't get too comfortable taking it much lower than that. But yeah, these Rams, West Coast, you know, warm weather team coming out, playing in the, uh, you know, Lambeau's a tough place to play, even without the fans there. So I think Aaron Rodgers is geared up here. I'm not super concerned with Devontae Adams versus Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey seemed to have been shutting everybody down lately, but, uh, you know, Adams is going to get his. Uh, What I do like here uh, prop-wise, because, you know, like you said, These lines are tough. It's going to be split cash everywhere. These lines are the sharpest lines of the year when it comes to the playoffs. So you kind of want to look for something, you know, player props where there's a way more advantage. Look for cam acres here uh, over his yardage total or cam acres to score. um, Anytime these props aren't out yet. They should be out tomorrow at most places um, or well, they will be out tomorrow. at Most places, maybe tonight at some places I like cam acres here, but yeah, I'm going to lean with green Bay. I'm not going to play this though, unless I throw it in a tease with, you know, a team we talk about later, but, uh, yeah, uh, give me green Bay at home minus six and a half.
1: Jimmy call me against the grain here. Um, I was on Los Angeles last week. I obviously put the money line in, in my money line parlay. I thought they were going to win that game outright. They did. They came out. Seattle was kind of reeling, you know, in the second half of the season, it was a prime time spot to bet the Rams last week. Um, this is another spot. I'm gonna take the Rams here, man. I, you know, this line you said started at seven, but came down to six and a half. I'd expect by kickoff to go back to seven. Um, I don't know how much back and forth movement we can get here, but I like the Rams in this spot. And let me tell you why, Jimmy. We talked about it last week. I'll talk about it this week. The Rams' defense is spectacular. Aaron Donald is gonna play in this game. Cooper Cup looks like he's gonna go. We still don't really have word on the quarterback situation. I don't think it matters. Goff was throwing like every one out of every like five or six throws Goff had was just atrocious, but how are you going to throw without a thumb? There's talks about Blake Bortles being elevated from the practice squad. I'd probably like to see that the most out of this team. At least this guy, at least Bortles can make a couple throws here and there. We've seen them uh, do make those throws before. Um, Wolford's not going to play, right? Are, are we still, it's no, still, uh,
2: he he's been out. Uh, he hasn't yeah. practiced. He's been out. Uh, uh, so goff has been practicing in full all week yeah. but like you said it, you know it's a thumb on his throwing hand like he can practice all week fine but it, you know he's gonna look different he looked different last week like you well, said here's the thing the
1: green bay where they've been getting gashes in the run their pass coverage defense has been okay it's been all right middle of the pack maybe a little bit better the run defense has been not good uh for the packers here uh, if we pull up just um i just want to see where they're ranked here right now uh, in rush defense they are ranked number 21 right now graded out per pff uh on run defense so you know bottom bottom third of the league uh so you know and that's where the rams want to play this game into It's kind of exactly what they did with seattle great defense shortened the game run the ball cam Akers went off looks like a stud that we all were hoping for at the beginning of the season came out and showed out uh, I saw cause somewhere like halfway towards the, the, you know, in the middle of the game, the Rams had like 190 yards and Cam Akers had like 148 of them <laughs> or something ridiculous. Uh, so they're really going to lean on them in this game. Um, I like this total. I mean, Like you said, the lines are going to be tough. This is the playoffs. The lines are tight. Uh, they're going to be geared correctly. Um, but here in this spot, let me take the Rams, man. I really believe them. I, you know, I might in real life, I might throw a couple of bucks on Rams money line because I honestly think they can win this game. If they have some, you know, and it's not just Jalen Ramsey. They have other, the guy, what was the guy who did the picks, the pick six Um, starts with a W, right? He has a horrible pass. Uh, It was a bad pass from Russ, but it was great anticipation on that screen. Like jumps right in front of it. They've got playmakers all over the fields um, it's not just Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, although although those are the marquee guys. This defense is really, really yeah. They're good. deep.
2: They're deep. Their linebackers are good, yeah. strong too.
1: Yeah, and, and sometimes that's what you need in the playoffs. So, I think the Rams can pull this out. You give me seven points, I'm gonna take it here. I get what you're saying. It's like you want to lean the quarterback so bad, especially oh, when it's a six, Aaron. six and a half. You're good. Six and a half. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take six and a half with the Rams. Yeah. All right let's move on. I thought you were going to jump in there, but let's move on to something that we both will have to jump into here because we got Baltimore coming into Buffalo. Buffalo is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 50. Currently, 53% of the cash is on Baltimore with 54% of the tickets on Buffalo. Even splits all around all day. Jimbo, what
2: you got for this one? So I am on Baltimore. Uh, It's right behind as my lock of the week, which is coming up. This was going to be my selection. I – I love Baltimore here. I know everybody does, although this line went down to two and then it shot back up to two and a half. So they're getting some good action both ways. As you can see, like you said, 53% of the cash on Baltimore. So they're getting a good split here. I, you know, I'm not going to overthink this. Um, the reason that Tennessee caused very minor issues, AJ Brown caused some minor issues for this secondary is the guy's huge. He is a big receiver. You saw him pushing guys around. he, he pushed off a little bit, on uh, not Humphreys, um, uh, Peters, or was it Humphreys? Well, anyways, he pushed off one of the two in the end zone for that fir- first touchdown, a little bit of a push off. He's a big receiver, Humphreys, and uh, man, I just said the name. I already forgot it. Peters, they're both smaller corners, um, big receivers give them trouble. You don't get that in Buffalo. You got John Brown, you got Beasley, you got Diggs, who are, it's a great receiving core, three really good receivers, two all-pro selections but these dudes aren't just going to let them run you run right by you. Um, I know everyone is on this and I just want to keep it simple, man. This Baltimore team, they run the ball better than anybody else in the league. And the Buffalo run D is suspect. I had, I had some issues last week with Josh Allen, man. I, I keep saying it and it's going to come back to bite him eventually in a big spot. This dude makes plays. Like I get it. He's running towards the sideline, throws it across his body and he, a dart to somebody that tiptoes on the sideline and and picks up the first down. You can't do that against everybody. It's not always going to work. We saw him almost cough the game up on that fumble against Indy trying to do too much. If you do too much against this defense with Patrick Queen and Brandon Williams and Njoku and these guys in the secondary, if you do too much, these dudes are going to hit you, strip you, or they're going to pick you. Um, you know, I don't think Baltimore rolls Buffalo here. It's going to be a close game. I, I like Baltimore to win the game, but I'm also, you know, I play it smarter. It's not a ton of value on the money line. It's only like plus 125 or something. If I can get this at three or buy a point to three and a half, you know, I'll yep. rather take the points, you know, even though I'd like Baltimore to win, but we don't know what's going to happen. Buffalo's look great. They didn't look great last week. Neither did Baltimore though. Um, so both these teams are coming in not look, you know, they didn't play their best. If it wasn't for that Lamar Jackson run, you know, we probably wouldn't even be talking about Baltimore right now. And can we, can we stop with the Lamar Jackson exercise demons? Like I understand he won, but that defense won them that game. They shut down Henry. They shut down Tannehill. They limited Brown. Jackson didn't do anything outside that one run and throwing one horrible interception and overthrowing Brown on a horrible pass. That could have been a touchdown. Um, And then, yeah, just quick some trends, man. Uh, John Harbaugh in the postseason, 12 and 2 against the spread, 10 and 3 on the road. Um, So, Harbaugh, man, he does this. He does it well. He knows what he's doing this time of the year. Road underdogs in the divisional round of three points or less are 24, 12 and 1 ATS since 2004. Teams with six days off, who are the Ravens in this spot? I mean, I guess, well, they're both. No, no, no. I'm sorry. They played. They're gonna be seven days off for Buffalo, right? They played on separate days, anyways. Five and five in the divisional round. That was not all that exciting. That's straight up though. Um, so yeah, I I, I like them here. Give me give me Baltimore. Um, but this is gonna be a fun game. This will be a great game. I also yep. lean, I lean the under here. Don't get crazy. I know these are two offenses that score a lot, whatever. Um, but Baltimore runs, they're methodical. Buffalo doesn't turn it over a ton they try to be a little more methodical shorts passes then hitch you along um so yeah don't go crazy and then one more thing i forgot to mention the zach moss injury is huge Uh, buffalo fans know this not a lot of people outside of bills fans know this zach moss looked like the best running back of the two um he's their red zone runner he's their goal line runner we saw josh allen getting some of those um drawn up runs last week, nothing off script. They were, they were straight up running, you know, run plays for Josh Allen last week and their offense looked bad. Um, So they might have to do that again. So yeah, Yeah. it, it, all the points, all the signs point to Baltimore here for me. So I'm not going to overthink it on this one.
1: Yeah. This is the toughest game of the weekend, Jimmy. I mean, the best game toughest line to pick, you can see both teams, but I think what we highlighted in the very beginning, what you highlighted there was the rushing attack for Baltimore's best in the league. The rushing defense for Buffalo is terrible. It's one of the worst in the league. Um, and uh, we didn't really see that exploited too much. I mean, they had some big, big runs. They had some splash plays on the ground last week. Indianapolis did with Hines and with Taylor. Um, but they didn't really take advantage of it. Um, they got down in the, in the beginning. Rivers had to air it out a little bit more. But you're right, man. Baltimore, if there's one thing they're going to do, they're going to stick to the run uh Lamar see I know what you're saying he didn't make besides that one but that one run he made was special it was just for sure god man it's like you can change a game with a with a play like that you change the outlook of an entire game because Tennessee's defense had 17 sacks all year they're like I think it was the worst the worst sack number total in the whole league probably and they, they had five in that game against Lamar Jackson so they really stepped up in that spot um, you know, in this spot, you know, Buffalo's defense, ah, it's not it's not what it was last year. We've talked about it every week. It's really, you know, on the shoulders of Josh Allen. Can he do this uh, and, and win this game? This is a tough one for them. This is a tough task. Coming into this, I was leaning on the Buffalo side, just thinking about it more and more. You know, and sometimes you don't want to think just storylines, but I think this is a storyline type of game. I think Buffalo's had a great run, but this, I think this is Lamar's, he's going to get to the AFC championship here. It's going to be a Lamar Patrick Mahomes meeting in this year, 2021 playoffs. I'm going to, I'm going to roll with, I'm going to roll with Baltimore here. Like you said, if you like Baltimore in the spot, bet the money line. Uh, it's a little bit of value, but you know you gotta squeeze the you gotta squeeze the lemons where you can, man, uh, especially when you're going up against the house. So if you like Baltimore, take Baltimore here. I'm gonna roll with Baltimore as well plus two and a half. I like that call.
2: So you just have something to, to
1: jump in on this one.
2: Yeah, just very quick to nail it home for us here. Buffalo giving up four point seven yards per carry. Uh, I turned off the page that I had it on. It was like twenty seventh area in the NFL. Baltimore, first in the NFL. 5.6 yards per carry. So, yeah, that, that says it all, man. Chunk runs here for Baltimore. It should be.
1: Yep, exactly. That should be the name of the game here. Well, with that being said, let's move on into our next game. Um, we have Cleveland coming into Kansas City. Kansas City is a 10 point favorite with the over under of 57 and a half. Currently 50% of the cash on KC with 50%, 53% of the tickets on Cleveland. Jimmy, what's up with this one? This is a, you know, we knew this line was going to come out big and they, they really did let it come out big here.
2: Yeah. They fired away. We, when the lines first got announced, we talked about this and we both, yep. you know, we both said it was a little inflated. Um, you thought seven and a half. I thought somewhere in the middle, it should be eight and a half, like a strange number that no one's going to want to really know what side to be on, but 10's too high. Um, I have a bet I prefer in this game, but you have it later in your big bank. So, I, I, you know, I, we'll talk about it when we get there. In, in terms of full game here, you know, I, I have to just lean to Cleveland. I, I'm not going to bet that, um, at least depending – unless I see some line movement before game day, but I lean towards Cleveland for the sake of picking every game. Kansas City has just come out, and they've just gone through the motions. They haven't covered in, like, six games – they haven't covered a double digit spread in, in in a long time. I don't have this statistics here in front of me, but trust me, it's like since like beginning like first quarter of the season, they haven't covered double digits. Um Cleveland here, man, all the pressure is on Kansas City. Cleveland's got nothing to lose. Yep. They you want to talk about exercising demons and Lamar Jackson. Cleveland exercised demons last week with their first playoff win in forever. Um, so yeah, I'm on the Browns here. The the KC run defense is weak you know, everyone thinks Cleveland's going to come out here and this is what they should do for a little while, but everyone thinks that Cleveland's going to come out here with Chubb and Hunt and that big O-line and they're going to control the clock here and handoff, handoff, handoff. Um, and they will do that for a while, but if there is one team, especially in the AFC right now that I think can go score for score and keep pace with this Kansas city team, I think it's the Cleveland Browns. Obviously you got to throw Buffalo into that mix there. Um, but yeah, I'm on Cleveland here.
1: Yeah, 10 points is a lot, man. Uh, and, and really, we've seen all year KC play down to opponents. You just wonder if that's going to happen here in this spot. Um, Cleveland with an um, amazing showing uh, last week, obviously against Pittsburgh, going up 28 in the first half, or the first quarter, not even the first half. It uh, was the most points ever scored in the first quarter of a playoff game. It was unbelievable, but they had a lot of lucky bounces, man. It was it was crazy to watch that first play of the game with that uh, that snap from uh, Pouncy there to Roethlisberger, and both him and Connor like looked at the ball like it was a bomb, like they could not go near that thing or it was going to blow up. And they just recovered in the end zone. Then you have a couple of turnovers, you have a pick, a couple of picks by Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger ends up with four picks in the game. Obviously, he threw the ball like sixty-seven times, um, and that's not even an exaggeration. I think he actually threw the ball sixty-seven times. Um, so this is a high line. It's a high line. This is like – it's hard to bet these lines sometimes without, you know, sneaking in your plays in the first half or props or, you know, teasers, or, you know, things like that of that nature. But I'm going to roll with KC here, man. They're the better team. The defense is not good for Cleveland. And if KC just comes out like I think they will, obviously we all know about Andy Reid on the bye. You know, Andy Reid on the bye. He's always he's, – he's impeccable off the bye. Now he's got two weeks off. Uh, basically after resting all of his starters in week 17 Um, and and, you know both defenses aren't that good in in this game I trust Kansas City's defense just a little bit more they have a little bit more playmaking ability with Chris Jones Matthew Uh, they have a little more playmakers on that side of the ball this is a tough one the over-under is even high too expecting a lot of points being scored in this game If anything, I kind of like the under here. I know you don't want to you don't want to lean the favorite and the under in this spot with such a big point total, but I kind of if I was betting anything, I'd bet the under here. I think that you know both teams want to shorten this game up. Cleveland run the ball, especially coming out in the first half, and and you know Kansas City kind of being a little stagnant in the first half, having to you know gear up the engines here after basically having two weeks off. Um, Jimmy, for the sake of the show, I'm gonna roll with Casey. Uh, minus 10. I think it's a good line. They're the better team. They should come out with a victory here. Um, and for that reason, I'm going to roll KC.
2: So I, I apologize. I cut myself a little short on the handicap there. Had my dog barking downstairs. I didn't know if the mic was picking it up or not. So um, just real quick, we talked about rush offense versus rush defense last game. You know, I'm not going to do the bills like that without doing KC like that. Kansas city giving up 4.5 yards per carry. Cleveland coming in running for 4.8 yards per carry and the red zone is going to be huge. I, you know, with that great rushing offense, it can't, Cleveland's red zone percentage scoring percentage, it gets overlooked. They're scoring. I didn't even know this. They're scoring at 72% in the red zone touchdowns um, while KC, who's been struggling as of late is scoring 61% touchdowns in the red zone. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I think Cleveland's a pretty strong side here um and then one thing i do like with the props here the numbers are going to be high but give me some chubb man give me chubb to score anytime chubb over on his rushing total um give me baker mayfield over on his rushing total it's going to be it's low. good it's going to be low he has looked very good i told you look earlier good, in the week if he comes out and balls out here even a loss i'll eat some crow on him um i've already nibbled a little bit because i i think he looked great last week um his rushing total should be anywhere between like 10 to 14 yards. He he doesn't rush a lot for yardage. He gets out of the pocket throws. He doesn't throw. Yep. He doesn't run field. a lot, but if you get a, a number like a 10 and a half on the rushing total or lower, take that over on Baker. Yep. I like that one. Well, let's move into the last game of the
1: slate this weekend in the divisional round, Jimmy, We got Tampa coming in to New Orleans. New Orleans is a three-point favorite with an over-under of 52. Currently 55% of the cash is on Tampa with 52% of the tickets on New Orleans. Jimmy, we got a lot to say because I know this is my lock of the week.
0: Tony's lock of the week. Oh, yeah.
2: You got a lock here too, Jimmy? Yeah, yeah, man, I'm, I'm locking in with you. I got a lock of the week.
0: Jimmy's lock of the week.
1: Yeah. Jimmy, I'm gonna go ahead and lock, lock, lock this one in here. I love Tampa plus three in this spot. I'd love a money line here. You know, it's always difficult to beat a team two separate times. This is the third time. They beat them twice in the regular season, New Orleans, and neither of those showings did the Bucks have a good showing. They got beat up both times, both games. Now we're moving into the playoffs. This is Brady season. This is Tampa. The offense is clicking a little bit better. I know the, the game last week got a little tight with Washington. It got a little closer. Heineke was making splash plays all around. But we always talk about it, little game film on quarterbacks. Sometimes they can surprise you, sneak up on you. Tampa really had the control of that game from start to finish. The the lap, the ending score didn't seem that way. They won by eight points. Uh, they, didn't even, they didn't even beat the spread there. It was eight and a half. Thank God about the points last week. But in this spot, Jimmy – I just, you know, on the coaching side of things, I side with Sean Payton, but on the player side of things, Drew Brees did not look good last week, did not look good. It was a struggle on offense for them to move against the Bears. I don't think this Tampa defense is much worse than the Bears defense. They're good. They have playmakers. They've come out flat in a couple games recently here, but this is a spot where I just I just believe in the GOAT, man. I just believe in the GOAT that Brady's going to get this thing done Plus, you're getting three points. I'm betting this money line. Uh, we'll get that l- later in big bank, take little bank. But I love this spot for Tampa. Finally, the offense is clicking. Mike Evans had a bunch, like, you know, a couple nice splash plays, which really helps their their case because we we're kind of afraid after week 17 when they're trying to get him 1,000 yards, was he even going to play? He played. He played well. Brown caught that bomb touchdown. He, he was catching. He, they had some designed runs for him. You know, they're getting more innovative innovative. With the offense, you know, in the right part of the season, uh, Gronk got shut out, but, you know, they got Bray was making plays. They got offensive firepower, and Fournette looked awesome. Um, So, man, give me Tampa here for the sole reason that I just trust Brady's arm way more than I trust Breeze's arm at this point in the season. Breeze looks banged up, and Brady looks good, man. He just looks good. He's making good throws. He's making good decisions. If they can get him enough time in the pocket, which they did against one of the best pass rushing teams in the league with Washington. They bought him time. The offensive line played well. And if they get him time, he's gonna, he's gonna beat you. That's how they lost that second matchup. They, they got blown out. It was like 36 to three it was a, it was a ridiculous total at the end of the game kicked a field goal late in the fourth quarter. So they didn't get shut out being Tampa. Uh, They were getting so much pressure on Brady that he couldn't do anything, you know, but if you give him time, I think they're going to scheme up ways. you know, you know, leaving a tight end or a running block is like, you know, give a little chip block off the edge for those, those pass rushers. And they only really have Cam Jordan. Um, so look for Tampa here. I love Tampa in this spot, Jimbo.
2: Yeah. I'm. I'm oh, so my know. lock
1: of the week is Tampa plus three.
2: So I'm with you, man. The, the line opened three and a half and I was confused. Uh, I don't know why. Um, at least I saw it some places, three and a half. Uh, I don't know if it opened up globally three and a half, but I was a little confused there. Um, so I'm with you on Tampa, man. I like them in this spot. I'm with you on everything you said here. And a lot of what you said plays into my lock of the week, which we're going under 52 here. Um, and just a heads up, I already locked it in at 52, just in case if it goes to 52 and a half, 53, I'm putting in a little more on it as we get closer to kickoff. Like we talked last week, favorites and totals more than, you know, more often than not, those numbers are going to go up for the favorites and they're going to go higher on the total. Cause you know, general fans watching playoffs, want to put, you know, a couple, put a 20 down or something, you know, the million of people that do that moves the lines here. You know, everyone's going to go over, they want to watch offense. They don't want to see a boring game, but like you said, Brady's not hitting the ball downfield. There uh, Breeze isn't pushing the ball downfield. They're short passes running the ball screen passes. His arm just doesn't look that great. He's never had a very strong arm. But they want to lean on Kamara here. They want to hit these short passes. Tom Brady, like you said, Fournette looked very well. Um, You know, believe it or not, Brady and this Bucs team, they put up a ton of yards and they score a lot of points. They're not a huge, like, over-the-top throw-it-downfield either. They pick and choose their spots, but it's not like some greatest show on turf where they come out just slinging it. 50 60 yards down the field that's not how they play they want to get godwin they want to get brown into some space you know get that secondary to step up a bit and then they want to hit mike evans over the top let him get his big body up in the air you know moss somebody um when it comes to scoring defenses here we got new orleans they're the third best scoring defense in the nfl this year giving up 20.4 points per game while tampa bay is eighth in the nfl giving up 22.2 points per game but The big stat I want to look at here for our situation is how are you doing lately? In the last three games, New Orleans is only giving up 16.3 points per game, while Tampa Bay in the last three is only giving up 19 points per game. Another thing that we really like here, divisional matchups tend to go under. Another thing we really like here, teams meeting for the third time, tend to go under those are two very strong trends because hey these teams know each other these defenses know each other they know what the offense wants to do so this ends up being a lower scoring feeling each other out type of game um and i I especially with that said i really like the under for the first half here as well so take a look at that if you'd rather do that because you know you could get a late over here i get it Hey, it's, it's not likely, but we could even be talking overtime, you know, so it could creep over with an overtime touchdown or two field goals. And then, you know, someone's got to score again, some crazy shit could happen here in a third matchup between teams. Um, And then, yeah, as you said, man, just to your point, I had been looking up that stat because everyone always says, Oh, it's so hard to beat a team three times in one year, but no one's ever thrown any stats out for me. I've never seen any numbers on that. So I looked it up. There wasn't a ton to find, you know, people aren't following it all that well, but uh, last, as of last year, it was 70% that um, the team who won two times wins the third time. So 30% chance that's not impossible. It's not 90%, 95%. So yeah, you know what it is though. It's also chicken and the egg. Like the, the team that
1: beat the other team two times first, they're most likely in the other scenarios, they're the better team. Right. Cause yeah, yeah, the first sure, time. So for sure. And, but yeah. I don't think, I, you know, New Orleans is a good team. I don't think they're the better team. I just don't. It, not this and time. It,
2: it also doesn't happen a lot. So that's a very yeah, yeah, small exactly. sample size that we're going yeah. to. You need so division
1: the, opponents to meet up in the playoffs. Absolutely. And, and
2: and you yeah. would need two of them that are both playoff teams yeah. to win two or one of them to win two of the games. If they're both playoff yeah. teams, they're two decent teams. They're splitting yeah. most of the time. Yeah. So there's a lot of variables and things that have to hit for that to even be a situation. So there's not a huge sample size for it. Do not get sucked into that tough to beat a team, you know, three times. These teams are almost the same every single year and they beat up on each other. You know, like I know Brady's in town now, but outside of that, what's the other difference on these teams? I mean, Antonio Brown, Fournette, yeah, Tampa added a lot, but the coaching staff's the same. The core of the players are the same on both sides. So these teams know each other, man, this isn't going to be either one of these teams can win. Um, yep. so yeah, I'm on the under big here, you know, divisional round, these teams know each other that that's my big thing here. Third meeting there, no one's going to take a risk here and, and they're not going to take a risk until late in the game when they absolutely yep. need to. So yep. I, I love the total here. I think it's, I think it's at least two points too high, at least. So, um, and last thing, 51 is a pretty big key number when we get to totals here, Uh, We're talking 27 to 24, which is common, 28 to 23, which can be very common as well. Um, So make sure if you're playing this thing, try to get it under 51 at the very, you know, buy a half a point if you have to do what you can. But if it gets to 50, don't just hop on it. Maybe wait till kickoff. See if you get that key number back.
1: Yep, absolutely. Well, that's good. We recapped all the games, but let's get into my favorite segment of the show. We'll end it off here. We'll do a a quick recap of what we're going to do this week on Big Bank Take Little Bank.
0: Big Bank Take Little Bank, baby. Winner.
1: Jimmy, I got $831 left. You're in the lead by $169. Uh, So I, I need a little payday here, man. And I like my odds. I have, I'm going to kick it off with a 14 Moneyline Parlay. You know I love these. I almost came through last week. I got Green Bay, Kansas City, Tampa, and Baltimore. I'm going to put $100 bucks on that. It's going to pay $712 because I have those two underdogs snuck in there uh, with Baltimore and Tampa. Then I'm going to roll with Tampa Bay Moneyline. I love it. I love them in this spot. I love the GOAT coming out here and showing why he's the GOAT. Uh, I think the NFL just wants that Mahomes or Lamar versus Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Like they want that narrative uh, to come through. So I'm gonna put 100 100 bucks on that. It's gonna pay 145. I got a two-way tease, six and a half point tease. I'm gonna put 200 units on this. I got KC. I'm gonna bring it down over 50 and a half. The Kansas City and Cleveland game, and I got the Tampa Bay. I love that pick. The under here at 58 and a half. It's gonna bump it all the way up there. Uh, so that's gonna pay on 200. It's gonna pay 166. And then the first half, this is my one of probably my favorite bet of the week. I have the first half Cleveland plus seven. I mean, it's only a 10-point spread. Usually they split it down the middle or juice up the first just a little bit. I was expecting to sit at like six, five and a half, but they have it at seven right now. So I'm going to put 100 units at that Cleveland plus seven in the first half against maybe a little rusty Kansas City. Probably going to want to ease themselves into the game there, and Cleveland's going to come out firing. You know that they're juiced up after last week's win, and they need to get off to a good start. Uh, So I'm going to put 100 bucks on Cleveland plus seven first half. That'll pay $91.
2: So, yeah, going back to what I mentioned earlier, that's the play I loved when we talked about Casey and Cleveland when I said there was a play I liked that we'd get to later. That first half, it's just wrong to me. My book personally that I use uh, has it at six and a half. My bookie has it up at seven. If you can get seven snatch that up like ASAP, uh, you know, Kansas city starts slow all the time. And this Cleveland team starts fast all the time. You don't think Cleveland's going to try to do what they just did to Pitt and just punch them in the mouth right away. Last year, Kansas city was down 21, nothing in this round against the Houston Texans. They're coming off a bye, you know, they're going to you know slow up a little bit. And with that said, if Cleveland gets out to a lead, make sure you're checking out that live bet on Kansas City. If you can get Kansas City, you know, minus six and a half, three and a half, you know, as low as you can get it, hop on Kansas City live. I, what, Cleveland's a great story. I think they can cover. I don't see them winning the game, though. Um, but on to my big bank over here, man. So I did a little a uh, three-teamer here, just a regular parlay. I got Green Bay on the money line. We got Baltimore on the money line. And Tampa Bay and New Orleans under 52 points. That gets us at plus 473. I'm putting $200 on that bad boy to win us 945. And my second big bank of the week. Listen, I know that Rams defense is tough, but no one's talking about how tough this Green Bay offense is. Best offense in the league uh, scoring wise lately. Give me that Green Bay team total over 26 and a half and listen you might be able to get that lower cuz the vig right now is on the under so that number might come down to 25 and a half but the key number that we're looking at here is 27 uh you know stuff sometimes hits on 26 sure rarely hits on 25 so right now it's even money if you go over the 26 and a half and a key number of 27 28 we're in that range i put 300 on that to win 300 listen i respect the rams and what they're doing but I mean, Green Bay is going to get theirs, I think, against any defense. But, hey, that's just my opinion. So hopefully we hit them, man. I like it. I like it. We'll move into the championship round
1: with some money on the line. Jimmy, uh, love the picks, love the weekend. I'm looking forward to some good football. What do you got? Any closing notes for us?
2: Uh, No. If anybody can shoot me on Twitter some fantasy advice, I got a little playoff thing that I'm doing. I'm near the bottom right now, but it doesn't matter. You can always strike in that thing. You can come back. Um, So I could use a little bit of advice if anybody's got, you know, who they think some sleepers are this week, some guys, you know, uh, what is it for daily fantasy when it's guys that a lot of people aren't going to use? I can't think of the word, but, you know, give me something that not going to be that high a percentage of ownage. So, yeah, Yeah. I could use some help with the fantasy this weekend if people want to reach out. That's a good segue. As contrarian, always, contrarian. contrarian, that's contrarian the word I was play. looking for. Contrarian play. Uh, as always, you can follow
1: me, myself, on Twitter, at TonyLongo17, and my cohort of sorts, Jimmy Handsome, at JimmyKearns14. Please smash that subscribe button, leave us a review, and let us know how much money that we are winning you here on the third and Longo. And as always, bet responsibly, but bet to win. Jimmy, yes, looking sir. forward
2: to this weekend, buddy. Later, brother. I'll talk to you. Shoot me on twitter some fantasy advice i got a little playoff thing that i'm doing i'm near the bottom right now but it doesn't matter you can always strike in that thing you can come back um so i could use some a little bit of advice if anybody's got you know who they think some sleepers are this week some guys you know uh what is it for daily fantasy when it's guys that a lot of people aren't going to use um i can't think of the word but you know, give me something that not going to be that higher percentage of onage. So yeah, yeah, I could use some help with the fantasy this weekend if people want to reach well, out. That's a good segue. As contrarian, always, follow- contrarian, contrarian. That's contrarian the word I was playing. looking for. Contrarian
1: play. Uh, as always, you can follow me, myself, on Twitter at Tony Longo 17 and my cohort of sorts, Jimmy Handsome at Jimmy Kearns 14. Please smash that subscribe button, leave us a review, and let us know how much money that we are winning you here on the third and long go. And as always, bet responsibly, but bet to win. Jimmy, looking forward to this weekend, buddy. Later, brother. I'll talk to you. Peace.
0: You see, when you're a hairy mofo like me, you require special tools to meet your needs. And when I'm talking needs, I'm talking help, which extends to below the belt. And with the Manscaped Perfect Package, making between the knees breezy comes easy. With the Lawnmower 3.0's waterproof design, featuring advanced skin-safe technology and soft ceramic blades, you'll turn that jungle into a perfectly manscaped yard. Toss in the ball deodorant and toner and you'll be feeling like Peter North Down Under in no time. Go to Manscaped.com and use our promo code FINSUP, F-I-N-S-U-P, and help us help you save balls today.